New York City's Bling Prosperity Bishop hit with federal charges for defrauding parishioners of more than a hundred thousands and basically hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? The title is kind of really screwed up. And spending it on luxury clothes and goods, and the pastor faces 65 years in jail. Like, this is so disgusting for a bishop to do to his people. So New York City's notorious bling pastor has been arrested by federal agents for allegedly scamming his parishioners out of more than $100,000. Lamore Whitehead, the founder of Brooklyn Leaders of Tomorrow International Church, was indicted on Monday on two counts of wire fraud, one count of extortion, and one count of making material false statements. He faces a maximum of 65 years in prison, though his attorney insists he is innocent of all charges, which, to be frank, in my opinion, I don't think he's innocent. And the reason why I say this is because there's a lot of red flags any time you basically have a like a bishop or a pastor in quotes that is basically talking about the prosperity stuff, right? And like another example of this is like Joel Osteen, right? Like the thing is like the prosperity like gospel, which is what all these people do is like, oh, if you give us money, if you give God money, meaning the church, my church, our church, right? You will get 10 times back in return. That's basically what they're talking about, which is a disturbing, disturbing concept. Because it's basically like a Ponzi scheme in a religious sense, which is extremely disgusting. So the pastor who preaches prosperity had made headlines earlier this year when two men robbed him at gunpoint while he was giving a live stream sermon, which could be legitimate or not, and those suspects are now expected to stay in trial early next year. It was later revealed that the Whitehead 45 had previously served two years in a state prison on multiple counts of identity fraud and grand larceny before he was released early for good behavior. Meaning, the bishop did identity fraud and grand larceny before becoming a bishop, which is kind of crazy. According to the indictment, Whitehead scammed one of his parishioners out of $90,000 from her retirement savings. Like, holy crap. Like, this is the thing that, like, really bothers me a lot. And we probably mentioned this a little bit on, like, a previous video, which you could probably go check it out if you stumble upon this, where it was basically the SEC sues, like, Kevin David, like, $50 million, which Kevin David was, like, this, like, big internet marketer type of guy. And his company was basically 
according to the SEC, making like outlandish claims and promises and selling products for like a hundred grand a pop, which is crazy. And this is probably a similar situation where it's like, oh, if you give us 90, if you give the church $90,000, your retirement money, you will get 10 times in return, basically, which is disturbing, right? Anytime someone says like, oh, if you give us money, the returns you will get is unimaginable kind of situation. It's like, eh, that pretty much never happens, you know, just saying, like, be very careful. Like, I just dislike seeing anyone make such outlandish claims to just outright scam people. Like, it just, it gives me, like, a really creepy feeling. It says he had promised to buy the woman a home, but instead spent the money on luxury goods and clothing. So that's even worse than what I was thinking, right? I was thinking, oh, like, you're going to get, like, a return on your money and all that kind of stuff. No, like, he promised to buy her a home, but ended up basically just stealing all that money. Like... I don't know, because the thing that makes me the most sad about, like, a situation like this is, like, say you have a loved one that you care about, and this happens to that loved one, where they literally get scammed out of all of their money, all of their money that they saved up and invested for decades. That is horrible. Federal authorities alleged in the indictment that he had repeated communications via text and the internet with a woman and her son before they allegedly wired money across state lines. And that's probably why it became federal. Interesting. Although the indictment does not name the victim, the allegations match those made in a civil lawsuit brought by Pauline Anderson over the summer. She had claimed in the suit filed in the Brooklyn Supreme Court that she visited the leaders of Tomorrow Church in 2020 while she was recovering from surgery. The victim says she had told Whitehead she was struggling to get a mortgage because of her bad credit score, and the pastor agreed to help. That is extremely depressing. Wow. So here's the thing. It is going to be hard to, like, get a mortgage if you have a very bad credit score. Now, there are a couple ways to go about it for those that end up, like, stumbling upon this. One is to end up boosting your credit score after, like, a couple years by decreasing your utilization, utilization, meaning you're using less of the credit allotted to you. You're never missing a payment, Right? And you are making pretty good money, right? Now, another route to go, which might be a better option depending on how bad your credit score is, is to literally just stop using debt altogether so that your credit score ends up basically pretty much disappearing. So then you could do like manual underwriting where there are some banks that allow you to do that. 
where you just prove to them that you're able or capable of actually providing like a down payment and recurring monthly payments on time, you know, like just like with no issues for like a couple of years and you might be able to do that. But yeah, this is, this is really sad. So at first, Anderson claimed she was hesitant to turn over her life savings to the pastor, but decided to go through with it because he was su- he was a supposed man of the cloth and had previously helped her own son secure housing for himself, the New York Post reported in July. He also allegedly agreed to pay her $100 a month as the savings were her only source of income and texted her, I am a man of integrity and you will not lose, according to the New York Times. The thing is, you cannot even claim that you are a man of integrity if you already served time for fraud. Right? So, oh, Lord. And the thing is, she might never get any of this money back either. So Whitehead allegedly made only one payment to the woman in January 2021, the suit claims, and each time she asked the pastor about the status of her home, he would tell her he was tied up with his election campaign for Brooklyn Borough President. Eventually, though, he told the struggling woman that he was investing the cash in his company and had no obligation to pay it back. Anderson said she later found out Whitehead used the funds to purchase a $4.4 million home for himself in Saddle River, New Jersey. That purchase never actually went through, the Post reports, but the pastor did wind up buying a $4.5 million apartment complex in Hartford, Connecticut. Like, if you stumble upon this, feel free to give your thoughts on, like, people of the cloth just outright scamming their followers, and the thing is, it doesn't even have to be, like, people of the cloth, but, like, people in general that end up building a massive following that just outright scam their followers out of everything, like, he scammed her out of all the money that she had, that is so effed up. Like, how can you, like, morally do that to someone? Like, it is one thing to sell a product, and maybe the customer does not like it. Maybe your client does not like the product. That is one thing. But for you to literally just steal money from someone, and all of their money, like, there's nothing, like, pushing against that? There's like, oh, no, like, I totally don't have any morals at all. And Anderson sought a $1 million judgment in the alleged scam. So authorities would now be able to seize all the items he used in the $140,000 he scammed his parishioners out of to buy. Lord. Separately, Federal authorities allege Whitehead extorted an unnamed businessman out of $5,000 in April and May of this year and asked the man to lend him $50,000, promising he could make them both millions. The indictment claims he used threats of force to obtain $5,000 from the victim, 
who made the payment at the direction of law enforcement officers investigating Whitehead's actions. He allegedly told the Bronx business owner that he could obtain favorable actions by the New York City government as he is said to have close ties with Mayor Eric Adams. When authorities went to arrest him, they alleged in the indictment he told them only had owned the phone he had on him at the time, despite previously sending a text message telling one of his victims to contact him on his other phone. Whitehead must now forfeit any and all property, real and personal, that constitutes or is derived from proceeds traceable to the commission of said offenses, the indictment says. And if those items cannot be located or obtained, federal agents are asked to take any other items up to the value of the above forfeitable property. So when DailyMail.com reached out to ask what sparked the investigation into the Blink pastor, they said no comment. His campaign of fraud and deceit stops now, U.S. Attorney Damien Williams said in a statement on Monday. FBI Assistant Director Michael Driscoll, who filed the indictment, added, If you are willing to obtain funds through false promises or threats, the FBI will ensure that you are made to face the consequences for your actions in our criminal justice system. But Whitehead's attorney, Don Florio, has insisted the pastor is innocent of the federal charges brought against him. Bishop Lamar Whitehead is not guilty of these charges, she said in a statement to the Post. He will be vigorously defending these allegations. He fears that he is being targeted and is being turned into a villain from a victim. Lord. One thing's for sure, this is probably going to end actually really bad for him. Let's see, so the Rolls Royce driving past, blah, 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 blah. Okay, broad, whatever. Let's see some of these comments. If we actually get to it. Jesus. Okay. Best rated comments. Rule of them never, ever trust a man of the cloth who flaunts his wealth. I agree. And the thing is, there's nothing necessarily wrong with like a pastor or a preacher who like makes like a lot of money. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Because they could have like a day job. They could have their own business, right? It gets iffy when they are using the church to, like, gain massive amounts of money. Like, they're... And the thing is, more specifically, it tends to be pastors or preachers or bishops of basically the prosperity gospel sector, right? Where, basically, the purpose of that, you know gospel or their belief system is that like, oh, by donating money to the church, by donating money to, in quotes, God, we're going to get massive returns back, like tenfold. That's like an example. A bling pastor's not honest. What would Jesus do? (laughs) Absolutely no surprise here. Yep. Once a fraud, always... uh, Whatever that is. 
Interesting. Newest. Okay. Feel free to give your thoughts on this. I'm glad that at least the FBI is like going after him for like like the thing is is like he literally allegedly stole like the life savings of someone that believed in him. Like that's such a depressing situation.